Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is Tuesday, February 7th. I am not surprised that Valentine's Day came up at opening night because... It is a week away, and there are some people that uh, mark that on their calendars. Uh, I don't happen to, though. (laughs) I don't have anything against Valentine's Day. It's just not super significant at this point in my life. Uh, But apparently, as Patrick Mahomes is is busy getting ready for a Super Bowl, you know, his wife, Brittany, is fairly active on social media. She's at his game. She's very supportive. Uh, Mom of two now? Did they have the second baby? Uh, I believe that they did. I could be totally wrong. She could be still with child. Okay, they have had baby number two. Awesome. So the couple, the family of four, uh, and I guess that he was preoccupied and the thought of Valentine's Day wasn't top of mind. I didn't even notice it was it was coming up, so don't tell her I said that, but uh, we, oh, I'll make whoops. sure I'll have some plans now. And I think it's it, – I don't know when it is uh, – I know it's February 14th. I just know what day of the week. <laughs> I don't know what day of the week. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'll make sure to make plans now. I appreciate you reminding me. <laughs> Nothing is off limits at opening night. <laughs> I don't know what day of the week. <laughs> that laugh is fantastic. <laughs> I don't know what day of the week. <laughs> I don't know what day of the week. <laughs> I love how nerdy he sounds. It's fantastic. Completely caught off guard by that question. I mean, the preparation for this night is anything goes. You just tell them anything goes. Uh, Even his voice and what his voice sounds like came up as well. Uh, So what I hear when I hear Patrick Mahomes in this setting, where it's a much larger venue than their typical media rooms, their media workrooms, press conferences are generally in small, closed-in rooms, and you've got familiar faces that you're used to seeing week after week. So local reporters, beat reporters, insiders. Uh, You get your TV and your radio hosts, though they're not all there all the time. And generally, when it's a big game, you'll mix in a few national reporters, but a lot of them know the national people. This is completely different. Every outlet known to man and woman is credentialed for Super Bowl opening night. The NFL makes it kind of this big show, and now because it's on TV course what isn't a made for primetime tv event uh in the eyes of the nfl now that it's aired on tv live and that uh it's something they want to promote as must see tv well they let anybody in and the way they do it is initially you've got everybody from the two teams available for an hour kind of milling around they're set up in different places reporters uh and the like can walk around and ask questions and then they give 
the two coaches a podium as well as 10 players from each team that are widely requested. So you could actually have these guys sitting there for a couple of hours uh, responding to questions. And when I hear Patrick Mahomes, I hear the adrenaline pumping through his voice because it's such a different scale than what these guys are used to. Even Mahomes, who is used to sit-down interviews with Kurt Warner, who's used to being in high demand, who's used to dozens of media requests per week, who's used to commercials and cameras and microphones, even Patrick Mahomes. As you hear him speak, he's talking faster, and I can feel the adrenaline in his voice. Why? Because that's what I do when I when I feel like the spotlight is, is ratcheted up or when my heart rate is going a little faster, I talk a little faster, and I can feel my voice go up a little bit in the register. So, yeah, I can identify with Patrick in this, this press conference on speed, if you will. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Poor guy. He was ambushed. He was completely ambushed. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning to you. If you're awake on your Tuesday, we're going to reset here and get to everything that we can cram in. A little bit from the NBA world. And Tuesday, tonight, is when LeBron will take that next stab at becoming the NBA's all-time scoring leader. So, yes, football is going to have to step aside or at least share the center ring of the circus coming up on Tuesday night if he scores 36 points. We also have the trade deadline that is approaching on Thursday. So (laughs) Thursday's crazy, right? Trade deadline in the NBA. LeBron James, if he doesn't score 36 points tonight, is almost, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't believe in jinxes, but Jay will give me this look. He's likely, there we go, hedging. He's likely to eclipse the record set by Kareem 39 years ago on Thursday. Okay, so it's one of these two days. And Thursday's also the day we find out about the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the finalists, those who are getting in, or I I should say the class, the inductees, as well as the awards this season. I said this yesterday morning, and I still can't get over it. 365 days on the calendar, and on the same Thursday in February, NFL awards, meaning MVP and offensive, defensive player, rookies, blah, 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 coach of the year. MVP being the big one, though. The NFL honors, the Pro Football Hall of Fame class, the Walter Payton Man of the Year, the trade deadline in the NBA, and LeBron very well could set the new NBA scoring record. How does that all happen on one day? I just, I can't get over that. Someone knew something. No, don't start that rumors. That is not the case. There's no way that someone knew something. When they went back and did the Lakers schedule for the season, do you think they looked ahead to Super Bowl weekend and started counting? If he averages 25 points per game, if he stays healthy. Remember, he he missed some games earlier in the year because he was hurt. I mean, there's no way to account for the number of points, the number of games. You're, you're just guessing. Though the NFL's pretty good at guessing, remember? Uh, they had to guess either Baker Mayfield goes to Seattle or Baker Mayfield goes to Carolina. And they end up scheduling the Browns against the Panthers to start the season. And lo and behold, that's where Baker Mayfield Hello. ended up. Hello. <laughs> now, some of it's done on purpose, right? Scheduling the Seahawks and the Broncos in week number one, that's done on purpose. Obvi, some of it is is for theater, Uh, But sometimes they just guess right. (laughs) 
So good morning to you. We're building up toward Thursday and then ultimately building toward Super Bowl Sunday. And with your encouragement, I don't do this just out of the goodness of my heart. With your encouragement, we are actually sharing six different videos with you this week. I hate being on camera. I No joke, I hate it. But I'm doing it because you love it and Jay loves it and we wanted to offer you some fresh content this week. Uh, so we did the Super Bowl edition of Ask Amy Anything on our YouTube channel. That's getting a ton of traffic. And yes, as we get closer to Jay's birthday, uh, he's getting old. I mean, try to make the man happy, please, by liking our YouTube channel and subscribing or liking the videos and subscribing to the channel because, I mean, I really can't get him out of this depression that's setting in as he gets closer to another birthday. That's all I have left. <laughs> I, my, my subscribers and my likes. The years are winding down. Actually, truth be told, last week I shared with him how he was cutting years off of his life. <laughs> did I not? Well, yeah, you did. With some fun facts there, which weren't so fun. No, well, I'm just trying to encourage you to eat healthier. That's all. I was just, I heard this report on CBS News that... With every 10% increase in processed foods that you eat in your diet, and trust me, Jay eats plenty of processed foods, with every 10% increase, you take, what did I say, take 2% yeah. of your, you eclipse 2%, oh no, 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 wait a minute, you're 2% more likely to get cancer. Right, which, yeah, that which was Which would be fact. terminal. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to share these facts with you so that you will make smart decisions about your meals that's I've been, all i've been better a little better we'll get there because you ate broccoli once this year so uh, far more than i had it last year probably so you know it's a start yes yes it is i'm, I'm gonna be very encouraging here it's a start. so while jay attempts to find his next helping of broccoli will you please like our youtube channel because maybe if more people like our youtube channel he'll eat more broccoli <gasps> oh can we do that maybe can we do that no come on now Come on now. Can we do that? If we get to say 4,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. By when? This year. Will you eat an entire helping of broccoli on video? Oh, wow. With oil or no? Or just raw? No, you can cook it. Wait, have you ever cooked broccoli in your life? Yeah, yeah. Well, you put it in the oven usually and like you put a little oil in it and let it like broil like a little burnt broccoli. If I'm going to do it, that's the way. Nah, it, it just needs to be straight broccoli, salt and pepper, little a right. little bit of olive oil. But this needs to be broccoli without burning it or frying it or broiling it. I you can saute it if you like. All right, I'd agree to these terms. Would you? I would. Only if we get to four thousand subscribers oh, on a YouTube channel. 4, if we don't, now you know this is not as though I'm asking you to pose in your undies, which is what Tom Brady decided to do. First week of being a retired dude and. Just a little background if you haven't seen it. Well, you've seen it now because it's freaking everywhere. The first week he's retired, he decides to pose on social media. He takes a selfie of him in his undies. But they're special undies. They're they're his Brady brand undies. So apparently, and I, I don't I feel like he wanted to pose in his undies, otherwise he never would have agreed to these terms. Little bit like producer Jay. He actually wants to eat broccoli or he never would have agreed to these terms. Oh, I don't know. I think Brady definitely oh, just wanted. wait till I put it out there on our social media. Oh yeah, you're you're going to be eating broccoli before maybe before we get to July. I mean, before July, yeah, I have to mentally prepare. It's not you, enough time. You should. I mean, if you're going to go through Chubby Bunny again and defend your co championship from last year, uh, though you're not supposed to be eating the marshmallows, you can certainly I, cleanse what? with some broccoli. 
cleansing the, with broccoli. Eating the marshmallows? I'm, I'm... It might help you balance out your awful diet. It's, it's not great, but all right. I said I agree to the terms. Okay. So back to Tom Brady. Brady, who had, what was it, 30 million people see his retirement video? 30 million at last check views of his retirement video. He thought it would be smart to respond to the social media administrators of his Brady brand. They put out this ad on social in which the models, not Brady, but the models were showing off his Brady brand unders. And he said, for 40,000 likes, I'll recreate the poses. 40,000 likes? That's nothing. Jake, will you really quick do a search on how many followers Tom Brady has on his Twitter account? He's only joined in the last few years, but obviously he's Tom Brady. So... He is at a cool 3 million. Okay. So 3 million. And somehow he thought the threshold should be 40,000 likes. Right. So I, I kind of feel like he wanted to pose in his undies. But that's just me. Just like I feel as though Tom <laughs> Tom did not want to answer the question about his retirement, which you'll hear in a second. Still, I have no idea why he retired. Anyway, Tom Brady in his undies. That and a full hour of a podcast in which he was honored for his great career. That was Tom Brady's Monday. How was yours? <laughs> I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot going on oh yeah there, there definitely is a lot of that uh i am not going to retweet a photo of tom brady's undies only to say that it looks like a teenager with a, you know taking a selfie how often do you see t- teenagers sit in front of a mirror forget that how often do you see the kardashians sit in front of a mirror and take a photo of themselves wearing about what tom brady is wearing in his photo so it's a compliment to him he has recreated his campaign, Brady Brand, that's how he celebrates his liberation from football. <laughs> I guess he's happy now. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, certainly comfortable in his own undies. <laughs> he's certainly anyway, comfortable Anyway, that, that's it. No more talking about athletes in their undies. It's just, it's not, it's not what's, what this show is about. <laughs> but hey, it's out there. It's, it's on the social stratosphere. Let's see. So 40,000 likes. And now Tom Brady in his unders uh, has... Gotten another 22,000 likes. So, you know, he's trending for Kardashian reasons. Anyway, I, I don't even know how we got on that rabbit hole, really. It was something about social media and uh, likes. And so we've got J- uh, Joe, Jay, Joe, Jim, Amy, breathe. We've got Jay who's going to eat broccoli when we get more subscribers. But ultimately, when you go to our YouTube channel, you're going to find uh, – Latest edition of Ask Amy Anything. And the second edition of our Super 6 series is Super Bowl snoozers. This was personal for both of us, actually. Super Bowl snoozers. The snooziest Super Bowls of all time. So we're asking you to tell us, essentially the boring, the boringest of borings, the biggest bores. In fact, you were eating and drinking more than you ever thought possible because the game was not worth paying attention to. You did not mind when your aunt tried to distract you during the game because she had no idea what was happening. Or when your girlfriend or boyfriend uh, who isn't interested in football, God bless them, uh, started to to talk, you know, talk about something that has nothing to do with the game right in the middle of the Super Bowl. You didn't even care that the wings showed up in the middle of the second quarter because the game was not worth watching. So snooziest Super Bowls of all time. 
It's only on one of our social media sites. You're only going to be able to find it in one place. So you're going to have to do a bit of a scavenger hunt. But our Super 6 series, Episode 2. And in fact, before we get off the air, we're going to record our next edition of our Super 6 series, which is Jay. Not about Revealing? broccoli. Yeah. Are you going to tell people? Halftime shows. Halftime shows, baby. So that's coming up. Uh, just... The, the opening night, it was as goofy as we have been or I have been. I'll, I'll take full responsibility here. In the first 15 minutes of this hour, Andy Reid. Can we ever talk to Andy Reid without asking him about burgers? And the question on Monday night, which burger chain do you prefer? I grew up on In-N-Out, <laughs> um, but I've had a few Five Guys. <laughs> and the Shake Shack. You oh, know, yes. I, no, I don't turn any of them away. No, Shake Shack is the best. I'm so thrilled that he referenced Shake Shack there at the end. So we have Patrick Mahomes forgetting about Valentine's Day and and giggling like an eighth grader. We have Andy Reid, who's asked about his preferred burger chain. We had a few cheeseburgers together. Seriously. We have Travis and Jason Kelsey, who essentially served as the MCs for opening night and got on everything from who's the worst loser to who has the better beard. Uh, it. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. They're cute. I wonder if they're going to end up kind of flaming out, though. Are we getting inundated with the Kelseys? People get so angry if we get too much of a good thing, right? But here's what was really sweet. Their mom showed up at opening night with food for them. Who doesn't need that, right? Who doesn't need mom bringing you snacks at opening night? It's just amazing that they've been able to both get to this point in their careers and to both enjoy this Super Bowl together. It's just amazing. Oh, see, Donna even getting interviewed. That's Donna Kelsey. Uh, And I guess it makes it easier for the family, right, when they're both playing in the same game. Uh, I learned this last week, and I I don't know why. There was no reason given. But apparently... The family all went to see the NFC championship and were there to support Jason. And Travis had no one with him. (laughs) Jason's married and has kids, so there's that. But his parents, their parents were both in Philadelphia and not in Kansas City. And so so Travis is like, I I should have given some of my tickets to my friends because I had nobody with me on the field. It was Jason's turn for the parents to go. That's just wrong. Uh, I mean, shouldn't you have one parent in one place and one parent in another? place I anyway so it kind of fun the way they go back and forth yes they were the MCs and really anything goes when it comes to opening night like asking Patrick Mahomes about his unique voice people have made fun of my voice for my entire life so I've gotten used to it it's like the the joke that keeps giving so uh, I've, <laughs> I've heard it all I've heard the Kermit the Frog I've heard I've heard uh, the smoking, uh, what, uh, smoking cigarettes, whatever it is, but uh, it's unique. And so maybe I'll get like a, a deal from that, having that unique voice. I, Mahomes and I have much more in common than I would have ever anticipated. <laughs> People always accuse me of that, too. All right, coming up, let's see. We hear from a couple of the Nets, as well as Jason Kidd, about the swap that is sending... Kyrie Irving to Dallas, expected to make his debut on Wednesday. Uh, also, a little bit more from the football world. I mean, some from uh, some from opening night. It's just we're going to hear from these people over and over and over again. Uh, and so it's it's. I wouldn't say it's any new information. Not a lot of new information. Uh, Tom Brady got into a bit of a well. He didn't really get into a fight with Jim Gray, but J- Jim Gray tried to I guess 
summarize why Brady is retiring. And Brady told him, that's not even close to being it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I feel like I've uh, I've fallen into this Tom Brady retirement hole. And uh, I just want to share with you all that I learned. Kind of like last week when I spent 90 minutes listening to the Kelsey's podcast. Uh, last night it was... Mom calling in the middle of me listening to Let's Go. Mom, I, I, I'm busy. I'm working right here. I'm doing some research. <laughs> All right. Check out our videos. We've got a couple up now, two of them. Before the week is over, we'll have six, as in the super six, because you love the videos, and I love that you love the videos. Good morning to you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Clay Thompson, who is just two days shy of his 33rd birthday, gets the ball on the right side, pump fake, fly by, three ball, got it! One. Clay Thompson catches, leans back, lets it fly. A three ball is 10-3 of the night. David Chenzo defensive rebound finds Poole. Poole penetrates to Thompson. Thompson left side. Three ball. Number 11. 22-23. Clay Thompson takes it, hits another three. That's his 12th. He's two away from tying his own record. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That's Tim Roy on Warriors Radio with no Steph Curry available. Clay Thompson stepping into that void, and this makes me so happy. 
Uh, he's worked so hard to get back after two years away. 42 points in 33 minutes. Uh, he goes 12 of 16 from beyond the arc, though he did not break his own record. He was on fire, a big reason why the Warriors pulled away. Actually, they were in a deficit or in a hole early against the Thunder, but pulled away. And he actually said <laughs> he was trying. He was trying to stay out there on the court and it was campaigning so that he could log a few more shots. I was uh, comp- campaigning for it, but we got a quick turnaround on Wednesday, and uh, I don't think the basketball guys like when you chase a uh, record, so you got to let those happen organically. <laughs> the basketball gods don't like it. But with Steph Curry out, it's going to be a lot more of Clay Thompson. And Draymond Green actually said, uh, because Steph's not out there, we don't have that same margin for for error. He said Steph attracts so much attention. People are so afraid of Steph uh, that without him out there, it just makes uh, our jobs that much more important, right? So we have to not only take more shots to make up for the volume, but they have to be more efficient shots. Uh, but huge. And and I love, again, as I say, that Clay Thompson is back in that space where he is okay being the number one guy. He is once again half of the Splash Brothers. It's just fun. I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's when the crowd really gets into it. Um, you can just feel the game uh, changing. You know, as he starts making those shots, the crowd starts to anticipate every possession. You know, the game starts to open up because they have to pay more and more attention to him. And, uh, yeah, when he gets in a zone like that, it's something special to watch. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Of course, that's just a minor kind of byline next to what's the major headline of the week so far. Kyrie Irving is officially now a Dallas Maverick and is expected to make his debut tomorrow, Wednesday. And for the first time, we got both the Mavericks head coach as well as the Nets head coach commenting on the trade that was worked out over the weekend. Uh, So Jason Kidd, he's got his own history with, well, they were the New Jersey Nets, right, and the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, And he's got this addition of another all-star alongside Luka. On paper, it gives us, you know, scoring, um, a champion, an all-star, you know, someone whose uh, basketball uh, IQ, basketball IQ is extremely high. And so uh, it, it gives us another weapon um, to put alongside Luca and the rest of the guys, not just Luca, but um, the, the rest of his teammates. It's exciting. We have to be excited about this opportunity. Um, it's easy to look at um, all the talk of the negative, uh, but let's look at the positive and what um, you know he's done on and off the court, and um, and that's the way we're approaching it. So you've got Jason Kidd's perspective, and then you've got Jacques Vaughn, who was asked to give his thoughts on the Kyrie era in Brooklyn. My interactions with, with Kai have always been positive. I enjoyed coaching him. Really? I want him to succeed. Uh, I'll keep it that simple. I appreciate Jacques Vaughn taking the high road. It's certainly not been easy, right? Wasn't Jacques the interim head coach when Kyrie refused to play in the bubble? Remember, they went to the bubble with none of their stars because KD was injured. Kyrie didn't want to play. Uh, There were a couple of other guys, I think, that had COVID or something along those lines that decided not to go. And so Jacques is there coaching up a bunch of guys that are essentially, 
I don't want to say scrubs, that's not fair, but they're not starters. And they're piecing it together with duct tape. And yet they actually played really well uh, and had a winning record in the bubble. So I appreciate Coach Vaughn. What we did not hear at all on Monday is Kevin Durant, the voice of Kevin Durant. So he left the arena. Now he's injured. He doesn't have a media responsibility. He's not forced to, to sit in front of media, uh, but he did not speak. He left the arena before anybody could get to him or get to the locker room. Uh, so we do not have KD's reaction yet. <laughs> so then Coach Vaughn is asked, uh, so what is KD thinking? I'm going to coach the group that's in front of me, the, co- the, the group that's in the locker room. Uh, that won't change. Uh, I'm not going to speculate and get in Kevin's mind at all. Uh, not going to even try to do that. Uh, I'm going to coach this group, look forward to coaching them, and looking forward to winning. Yeah, I, I would suggest staying out of KD's mind. I, I think it'll, it'll be it'll be one of the hottest press conferences in the NBA this year when KD has to talk about it finally when he returns. Um, at the same time, giving these extra days, maybe weeks, through the All-Star break, if he doesn't come back before that, which it doesn't sound like he will, um, he's got time to figure out what it is that he wants to say. And I think in the past, he's also taken the high road in which he's indicated, hey, it's a business and and Kyrie and I will be friends no matter what. But he actually did request a trade out when Kyrie didn't get that contract extension. And so now what? I mean, I think that's the big question. Now what? And he may not reveal his wishes while the season is ongoing because the Nets are still very much in a playoff position. And as much as I don't think they can win a title with just the one superstar, with Kevin Durant healthy, they still will, should, make the postseason, right? They still should make the postseason. Spencer Dinwiddie is a great number two. Uh, Cam Thomas is playing incredible right now, is really torching the Nets. You would think that they would still be part of the conversation in the East as much as they've slid backward without KD. So he, it's going to behoove him too to kind of keep all that information to himself and to see how things go. And and maybe the Nets go out and make a trade before the deadline, though, Time is of the essence, but that's what we heard from Brian Lewis when he joined us last night, sorry, Sunday night, um, is that if they want to keep KD happy, he doesn't believe they have any intent of trading Kevin Durant. If they want to keep him happy, where he's still focused on winning with the Nets, well, then it behooves them to package some of these picks and go out and find another elite player, maybe not a superstar, but another above average player who he can run with. So we'll see. There could be still a lot of drama in the NBA. Just one more because this is actually really funny. Jay found this cut from Josh Green of the Mavericks. So Josh apparently uh, was otherwise engaged when the Kyrie news broke. And he got the wrong idea when his phone blew up. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I don't have Twitter, so I had no idea. I was in the shower, and uh, I was in the shower, and I come out, and I came out to like 20 text messages. 
and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm done. Like I'm traded. I'm like I'm like I don't have Twitter, so like that's the only way I'm gonna find out. I was like, why? Well, I guess I'm popular right now, but um, yeah, no, uh, I found out right when, literally right when I was about to get on the bus. There's a lot of guys who are on edge right now who probably, and if you don't have Twitter, right, then you're maybe not getting notifications, but probably think, shoot, if my phone blows up, it's because people are seeing that I got traded. And honestly, that's how it happens a lot of times now. You would hope that in a professional organization, in a place of business, that it would be the boss who would let him know first before it leaks out? But that's not the case. We've got NBA insiders. We've well, we got insiders in really every sport who very often break the news before it's ever out there officially released by a team. And we know there have been athletes in the past who found out some trade news or that their organization is bringing in someone else that they haven't heard about. A little bit like Josh there uh, finding out about Kyrie, but thinking it was him who had been traded. (laughs) Poor guy. Probably had heart palpitations there for a sec. That's it. I'm done, he said. All right, coming up, uh, Tom Brady kind of explains why he retired. Just telling you, he left the door wide open. Uh, And a little more from opening night. Also, if you haven't found our new videos, it's part of our Super 6 series this week. I mean, this is something that your host would consider a nightmare, really. Six videos in six days, that's that's just not who I am. I'm not Tom Brady, who's, you know, doing a Kardashian selfie. Nah, I'm doing this for you. So our first one's on YouTube. Our second one, you're going to have to go and find on our social media, but it's Super Bowl snoozers. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. tough i mean seven super bowl victories 10 super bowls uh there's a reason that he's so far ahead of everybody else um it's hard to do um but i'll do my best to chase it but uh, i gotta start off with trying to win this one this week so i just gotta focus on uh today and and then tomorrow and until we get to sunday and then and let's go out there and play our best ball then this is after hours with amy lawrence the unmistakable voice of patrick mahomes talking about chasing the great Tom Brady. And actually, that's the verb he used when he recorded a message for Tom Brady on his podcast. So Jim Gray and Tom were doing their Let's Go edition of the podcast on Monday. And instead of welcoming Larry Fitzgerald, they did a full hour where it was really tributes to Tom's career. And it was a lot of surprise guests. His parents were part of it. And his mom, Galen, was really sweet and made Tom cry. Uh, Bill Belichick, if you have not heard the Belichick stuff with Brady, it debunks some of the reports and rumors and assumptions about their relationship in New England. Maybe we'll be able to play one of those before the top of the hour. Um, And also Peyton Manning, who shared something he'd never shared before. He actually said that I've never told anyone this. Huh. If you want to know what it is, I not only did a CBS Sports Minute on it, but I also put it on my Twitter. A-Law Radio, our Facebook page too, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. A lot of you going to our YouTube channel in the last 24 hours. Great. There's a new video out there. You just got to find it on one of those three sites. It's a Tuesday morning. We're counting down to Super Bowl week, but it's only been a week since Tom Brady retired. Now... (laughs) I think there are, again, assumptions around Brady and why he retired. And there was the report that he was exhausted, physically, mentally exhausted after everything that happened in the last year. Not only the losing season with the Bucks, a lot of turnover and injuries with the Bucs, um, but also the fact that there was a new coach. And so a lot in flux. They 
didn't have a winning record at the end of the year and really never found that rhythm on offense for longer than, say, a quarter here or a quarter there. But in addition to that, he went through the breakup of his family last year. And so the report from Jeff Darlington and others is that he was exhausted and just couldn't do it anymore. So Jim Gray plays off that when he tries to get Brady to talk about exactly why he retired now. Tom, it seems to me that physically you can still play, that it's emotional and it's it's your body can do it, but your heart and your mind have had enough. Would that be accurate? No, that's not accurate. <laughs> I think there's no. a part of me that uh, there's always going to be a part that wants to play and a part of me that you know feels like I can play. I think there's just a decision to know that it's the right time. So I think for me it's more of just a, it's going to end at some point, and I think now's the time. And uh, it's not that I can't do it. It's not that I wouldn't want to do it. It's not that I wouldn't be excited to play. I love playing football. It's, I've loved playing football since I was, you know, a kid on the street on Portola Drive. So I think it's just a decision that it's time to do other things. <laughs> Jim gets all emo- like he gets all emotional. You know, what Jim Gray is he's really good at like pulling the meat out of these interviews. So Jim, it seems, or Tom, it seems to me. Physically, you can still do it, but mentally, your heart, your mind, just not in it anymore. And Brady starts laughing. Oh, that's not accurate. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the right time, he says. (laughs) Anyway, that's on Let's Go with SiriusXM, Tom Brady, Jim Gray. And also, he, he did talk a little bit. So this is the kind of the thing. He didn't really say why other than it's just time. So he didn't elaborate on the specifics of it, though he did admit that there is at least some relief to it, some element of an exhale now that he's decided. A lot of emotions, relief, just because there's a a little bit of a decompression slash depressurization. I don't think for, you know, 32 years, you've been getting ready to prepare for another season. And I think the reality of that probably hasn't even sunk in yet. So I don't know how I'll feel as those moments get closer to a degree, but I'm really happy and content with with kind of where we're at. Jim kept trying to pin him down and it just did not work. He dropped a couple of swear words in there like he does. He laughed at Jim. He just, he refused to be pinned down. That's typical Brady. He has indicated that he will not do the Fox broadcast gig until 2024. So he's going to take a year and debrief, depressurize, if you will. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, so... Bill Belichick goes on the show as their first guest, and he raves about Brady. In fact, Brady gets all choked up because Belichick talks about the fact that uh, he's the greatest to ever do it. He's so honored to have coached uh, Tom Brady. And and Brady kind of responds in kind and says, you know, I'm so grateful that he took a chance on me, that he drafted me. So that's kind of initially where they started. But what I really appreciated is that for the first time, now, we've heard Brady talk about the relationship and protest that they they still have a great relationship and that all the reports and the rumors about them hating each other or being at odds or it's Belichick versus Brady. He actually said that's stupid. The whole narrative is stupid. It's dumb. He says, you know, we had a great relationship then. Did we always agree? No, but that's how we made each other better. But what was a revelation to me, and it's something that we heard a lot, is that Brady bristled at Belichick 
calling him out in meetings. Wasn't that one of the things we heard about Arians? I mean, Arians did too. So the narrative really didn't work in Tampa either. But that's one of the reasons that Brady left. There were books written about why Brady divorced the Patriots and left. And so often it was pinned on Bill Belichick. Except Belichick says about those meetings where he would call out Brady, he would try and go and talk to his quarterback after the fact, but Brady wasn't having it. That was as much a part of Tom as it was me, you know, because there were a couple meetings, uh, you know, where I would say something to Tom after the meeting, like, hey, you know, I didn't really, you know, think that was that bad, but I just want to include you and everybody in there with everybody else. And Tom would say, Coach, you have to. If you don't yell at me, then what am I going to do with all the rest of my teammates? I got to be in there with all the rest of them and say, hey, he's yelling at all of us. And like, we all got to do better. But if you leave me out of it, then then I don't really have a platform to work from. So, yeah, go ahead and rip my ass, too. Go ahead. And so I got the green light on that. I went ahead and took it. But and I think that players always they always come back to me and say, hey, the first meeting. Belichick got on Brady. I'm like, if he's going to talk to Brady like that, like I better be straight. I, you know, I know what's going to happen to me. And and Tom's, you know, acceptance of that, and also then his ability to lead his teammates by putting himself in the same boat with everybody else. Of like, yeah, we all got to do a better job. You know, he's after me just like he's after everybody else. Let's go. Um, that's a tremendous platform to lead from, and Tom recognized that. And yeah, you know. Was he our best player? Did he make the fewest mistakes out there and all that? Yeah, but everybody can do better. Every coach, every player, no matter how great they are. So maybe, just maybe, people need to adjust their thinking. I don't suppose anyone's going to retract a report of any kind. Was it always perfect? Hell no. When is it ever? Uh, Two very motivated and competitive individuals uh, who are the best at what they do, of course they're going to clash. But maybe, just maybe, their relationship isn't the way that it was pegged. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. So we heard a bunch from Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts trying to keep everything in perspective, even on opening night when there's all kinds of weird people wandering around asking strange questions. <laughs> I really feel like it's not the time to reflect. Obviously, um, it's, been a, it's, it's been a lot, you know, but I didn't put all that work in for no reason. I feel like this team hasn't put all the work in. We put in for no reason. So um, we come here to, you know, finish the finish the job. Finish the job we set out to do. So Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and the rest in really high demand at this point. And so it's important for them, the leaders in these locker rooms, to keep everybody focused. Um, although I guess when you have the Kelsey brothers talking about who's got the better beard and her, who's the worst loser, you know, it creates a different atmosphere. Uh, Jason and Travis, the brothers to face each other in the Super Bowl. It's an incredible moment for, for me and our family. You know, whoever wins this one's going to have the ultimate bragging rights. And, uh, you know, we're always rooting for each other. Uh, I always want him to do well, uh, but, but I would sure love to get this one over his head and have at least something over top of Trev. <laughs> As part of their podcast last week, uh, Kelsey was raving. I'm sorry, duh, Kelsey. Jason was raving about the records that his brother has set and and just this tight end record and this playoff record and this and that and this. And Travis tries to come up with records that Jason is setting. And Jason's like, you idiot. We're offensive linemen. All we get credit for is starting. 
<laughs> Starting in snaps. We don't get credit for anything else. There are no records. And Travis is trying so hard to figure out some way that he can hold up his brother as a gold standard. And nope, wasn't wasn't happening. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that I laugh like a, a total crazy girl. Uh, he's funny. I like Patrick Mahomes in these funny settings where his adrenaline is pumping. If you missed my conversation with former Chiefs wide receiver and radio analyst Danon Hughes, really good intel on the Chiefs and how they grew in their wide receiver room, about the Eagles, obviously about what it's like to be an NFL vet this week. So check that out on our podcast. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 